So I make sure mine. Okay. And Miss Shane Sade, how's your week been? It's good. Like I said, we are excited that tomorrow's the last day. Mm-hmm. It's just, it has been a very long week, and it's only Wednesday. It's only Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm almost there. Okay. Uh, you know, keep pushing on. Look, it's hump day. All right. Yes. Me, myself, and I are blessed, black, and highly favored. Uh, <laughs> it has uh, been an interesting week so far mm-hmm. already, but um, I'm striving through. You know, we're going to get through this week, and we're going to keep it moving. So, uh, ladies, we're going to have some fun. We're going to be serious in the beginning, but uh, we're going to let our hair down and we're going to have a ball. We're going to represent Unapologetic uh, Right. Uh, Lil Wynn and TJ, y'all are missed. Yes. You will see y'all next week. But be uh, clear, we are happy for uh, the takeover. Oh, no, we are yes. definitely happy so, for the takeover. But look, oh, yeah. God, yeah. 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 mind tune in on saturday to unapologetic we have another surprise for y'all um it's not like y'all got nothing to do it's gonna be raining all day so just you know when we go live just you know sit down and watch it'll be an interesting conversation so um unfortunately we're gonna start with some heavy news uh, and then like i said we'll work our way to some fun stuff uh today was actually the five-year anniversary of the charleston church shooting uh as we know nine people were killed at the emmanuel ame uh, church in charleston south carolina and um i didn't realize this until i looked it up again uh that ages ranges range from 26 to 87 uh from the nine people uh tragic uh we all know uh dylan ruth was the uh asshole that did this and um with all of the stories going along now i mentioned this uh to sheena uh with all of these black men being killed for absolutely no reason right uh, a lot of people didn't realize this and know but when they actually arrested Dylan Roof. They took him out to eat. Took That's him to Burger King. So uh, condolences still to all those families. Um, it was nine. It was nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was eight people that actually were killed at the church. The uh, other gentleman actually uh, passed away at the hospital. And um, and let's not forget about the survivors too the, that were yeah. actually there. They had to still live through this. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I do want to ask y'all: How do y'all feel about uh, black people and their um, forgiveness mm-hmm. in this situation? So um, Dylan Ruth has been to court. Uh, I mean, you know, um, but a lot of the families actually stood up and said that they forgave him. How do y'all feel about that? So, here's the thing. Mm. That is heavenly. That is mm-hmm. uh, godlike. You know what I mean? And that that is only something that someone can do that has the strength of God in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I am, as a Pisces, a very forgiving, loving heart, mm-hmm. bleeding heart. And so, I mean, of course, I've never had um, anything tragic like that happen to any one of my family members. So I can't speak to that type of forgiveness, but I am a forgiving person. Um, so, you know, I say God bless them, more power to them. If they have the strength to do it, mm-hmm. you know, that might bring them their peace. I don't know if I would be able to do the same if I were in their shoes, but, you know, more power to them. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with Courtney. I feel like they probably felt that that was the godly thing to do. Mm -hmm. But not only that, 
is probably weighing so heavy on them because hatred mm-hmm. could tear you apart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they probably just felt, I have to forgive. It's not saying I'm going to forget. Right. But I'm going to forgive for myself mm-hmm. so that I can live on and cherish their memory instead of living in a world of so much hate. Yeah, it's so heavy. Yeah, because it's just heavy. Okay. She? Well, being the cancer that I am, you <laughs> hold grudges. Never see for see me forgiving anybody for hurting any of my loved ones, especially the fact that he sat in the entire service. He did, and then decided to let off. Uh, no, mm-hmm. and I think it was like seventy rounds that he. All I mean, of yeah, that he let out. Yeah, yeah. I think for me Sorry. personally, I think that um, exactly what Courtney and Moni holds true. We are so tied into church. And we are told tied into religion because mm-hmm. that's what we're taught. That I feel like black people, no matter what you do to them, we always have that forgiving heart because it's been instilled and beaten to us for yeah. so long. Yeah. But I feel personally that personally that we are the only race that does that. <laughs> we forgive everybody. Like I am telling you right now, I'm a no. And I, I mean, holy, sanctified, Baptist, you know, all yeah. of the above. But me personally, I am a no. You take Tanya off this earth and you still living, mm-hmm. I, I, my hate will take me to hell. I'm going to be totally honest. I agree. Like, it's, it will be definitely hard for me to um, forgive him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, it just was a tragic situation. But then again, I just feel like going back into history and going back into slavery is that um, forgiving was a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a life and death type situation. Like if this white man would have beat my husband in front of me with a whip, Mm -hmm. I had to go back to work in that kind field like nothing was wrong. Yeah. So it was more or... I can be uh, put to death. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like you said, this is something ingrained in us over time that we just pick up on it. Right. No, I agree. But is that hate you harbor, right? Mm -hmm. Is that going to ruin your life? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, listen, somebody do something to Colette, somebody do something to James, Mm -hmm. I am going to be hurt to my core. Be clear. I'm not stating that me forgiving them exempts my pain. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I would rather get it up off of me. Mm-hmm. And granted, that's going to take time. Yeah. Yes. That's going to take therapy. Mm-hmm. That's going to take some other vices. I'm not saying that people can't do any of that right. to get them to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But I feel like First of all, there's no timeline on the forgiveness. Right. Um, and you have to also think about standing in court mm-hmm. and what the stereotype of a black person in court is. It, I get that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you have to understand that we have to show that I am not the stereotypical black thug mm-hmm. that is here to harm you, um, that has a criminal record, that does all of these things that are not productive for society. Mm-hmm. I am a loving, um, caring person that happens to be black. Yeah. And so I'm going to show you with the strength of God that I am not the stereotypes 
that the world has tried to put on me. That's right. And so I will say that I forgive you. And let's just say I'm saying it right now mm-hmm. as a as a hope and a prayer and a witness. Yes, yes, right. yes. And because we all know, like professionally and in every, you know, in certain situations, we have to put that face on. We do. We, we do. have yeah. to. And so I'm gonna hope and pray and wish that I can forgive this person. If that means that I have to look in the mirror and say, I forgive this person every day mm-hmm. until I actually mm-hmm. believe it, yeah. then that's something that people have to do too. So I, I understand how soon mm-hmm. it was in relationship mm-hmm. to you know the killings right. for them to be able to say, it is a shock, right. but yeah. we have to think about every other you know thing that was in their mind. I can't go into this courtroom yelling and screaming and upset mm-hmm. and getting out of my body for lack of better words because right. then I am that angry black person mm-hmm. that gave him motive right. to kill me yeah. so nope I'm a chill I forgive you and you will reap what you sow I get that yes, don't, yes. don't give me I, I totally agree hey condemns you to hell I do I'm just saying it bothers me that we are the only race of people oh, yeah. that have to do yeah. that. Because if it's an Asian family, if it's a white family, if there's outbursts in the court, if they gotta drag the daddy out because he's trying to jump over the thing, nobody says a word. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if I go in there and me and my sister jump over the bench, then it's oh my God, can you believe how they acted in court? Like mm-hmm. it's like but that's what that's not that's everything. True. But that's what I'm saying. We need to change the narrative of us having to come in and to conform to how we, how they want us to act to me has to stop. I feel like that a part even of this movement of what's going on right now, like we need to be, it needs to be okay for us to be who we are in public. Absolutely. Me and you work in corporate America. Yeah. We know how to code switch like that. I put that post up on my face. Swear to God, <laughs> if I wasn't on your other phone, right? Like that is what I mean. We have to be comfortable with going in, just being Courtney and Kimberly. Yeah, yeah. Like that is where the movement has to go. Us tucking in and you know doing this thing and you know making sure we're polite and making sure we don't raise our voice in meetings and making sure we don't offend you know Patty in the break room. All that shit has to stop. Like it was so odd. You know, uh, I went home this weekend. My mom, we talking, we talking, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, she just looks at me and she was like, you not in the office. That's why you got braids in your hair. Ooh. Oh, wow. Because she has known for yeah. years, I do not wear braids. And I do not wear braids, period. Braid story. Mm. Went to... <laughs> I, I haven't worn braids for years because... Mm-hmm. I got, you know, Tamar Braxton problems with these edges. So mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, haven't been wearing them. Right. So I, I finally found um, my little baby, Diamond Reynolds. Look for her, y'all. Hey, give Look her a Facebook page. Give she him, does give, the, give him the time. Give him the time. Yes, her name is Diamond Reynolds. She does my knotless braids. Um, and she, uh, she told me she got me. Mm-hmm. And so I got the braids. And this is like after like 10 years of not wearing mm, braids. Mm-hmm. I wore my girls all through high school, whatever. I get to work uh, to a location that is not so diverse mm-hmm. that I will not divulge of the, the name of. But 
my coworker literally sang Caribbean Queen to me as I walked in. What? The Are you serious? Dance and sang. Uh, yeah. uh-uh. Caribbean Queen. And she's like dancing. She wanted you to do it. And I'm standing there looking yeah. at her like, what Not are cool. you mm-hmm. doing? They get offended. She got offended that you wouldn't join in. So she went and, back I mean, and like, told somebody. I was trying to compliment her. Yeah. Oh my God. But be clear that very sweet woman Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is not it was not her intention to offend me Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly believe that this particular person doing that to me Mm -hmm. was not out of malice like it's a learned behavior but exactly and I was just like I cannot believe she did that it was crazy so I, you know I was like maybe I should wear braids more often so that it wouldn't be a surprise it won't yeah. be so see, we get we get but like the different next, fields so it's a it's different I mean, really but y'all still yeah I, I said you're not really mine, mine is law mine is you you are, you yeah. are right the other yeah. side but mine is strictly corporate but yeah. what was you saying, Mom? No, I'm going to say, and we kind of get it like on the flip end. Uh-huh. Like when I come into the school year, I always have braids on mm-hmm. in my hair because it's so hot. Right. And y'all don't see my hair like when it is. <laughs> and then in the wintertime, when I actually take my braids out, I always get, is that your real hair? Mm-hmm. You know? Or oh, is that we or if I'm like, if I don't have my hair down, it's just like in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. No one says anything. But then when it's down and done, oh my God, you look so beautiful today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if I got braids in, oh, you look so beautiful with your braids in. Mm-hmm. So I think we I did it like on the like, flip yeah. side. I feel just like people just don't know what to say. Just say That's true. People, right. <laughs> Literally. I mean, at the end of the day, you can tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> me too. necessarily point out whatever it is that makes you feel that I'm so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm pretty. Thanks. And that's just like and be done. And be done. Yeah, but, yeah. So. but just going back, uh, since we was talking about that situation, uh, about the braids or whatever, mm-hmm. but just to backtrack, I think the thing is that um, the reason why to answer your question, mm-hmm. while we remain silent mm-hmm. most of the time, is going back to what Corey said. Sometimes we don't know what to say mm-hmm. as Black people, right. and I think um, it's taught from a very young 100%. age. I mean, even if we look. Um, at our education system, when we teach in social studies, mm-hmm. social studies is non-existent for the most part. Like yeah. we're teaching it mixed with uh, ELA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you get into it within the literature piece, then yeah, but it's not taught as a separate component. Um, also, when we are teaching like um, social emotional uh, learning in the classroom, we only given like, you know, a certain amount of time to teach that because you have to mix in all the, you know, the reading, the writing, the math. So it's like you don't get to d- uh, dive d- deeply into, you know what I'm saying, how children should feel as being a black citizen mm-hmm. in the United States. They are taught how to be um mostly like a white <laughs> citizen mm-hmm. you know like if you walk in the store you know um don't pick up anything mm-hmm. um be quiet if you drive something quickly pick it up you know if somebody bump into you don't say anything that's how we talk as black people but if you a, a white person i feel like is taught 
something completely different. I mean, Karens are out here everywhere. So yeah. Really is- <laughs> exactly. I, I they are out here running down on people, blocking Ooh, people geez. in parking lots. So clearly they, well, whatever book y'all teach it out of, they are not learning out of the same book. <laughs> Karens getting slapped. I'm just saying. I like To me, to bring it back to the point, mm-hmm. me personally, I hope that at the end of this movement, that we don't have to conform to live in their world. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I want to be unapologetically me in any surrounding or any scenario that I'm in. Yeah, and I think we start to see more of that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, bravo to those people that are, you know, pushing the movement forward because I think now people are really, 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 really fed up. Oh, yeah. So, I am seeing a lot of people just come out and, you know, speak their truth, Mm -hmm. no matter where they are. Like you said, like, there's a lot of Karens and how we know it's a lot of Karens because there's a lot of black women and men that are actually confronting these Karens. Like, I'm not taking this. You Mm -hmm. know, we in the grocery store and you got something to say underneath your breath. You know what? Now I'm about to call you on your stuff. Right. Now I'm about to like the lady in South Holland. Now I'm about to follow you to the police station. Right. and you want to file something against me? I'm about to file a hate crime against you. I mean, they speaking up more. Right. And that's a plus. I hope it continues. Me too. Uh, because I hope it continues. Because um, a week later, we are speaking about another black man mm-hmm. that was shot in Atlanta. Rayshard, uh, Rayshard Brooks, um, 27, was killed uh, in Atlanta um, for simply just sleeping in a Wendy's parking lot. Uh, the police were called uh, at about 10.30 because he had fell asleep in the drive-thru. Um, they got there about 15 minutes later. The first officer did. Um, come to find out that um, he, in the video, as everybody has seen, he walked up and woke him up. So, I really don't understand. Somebody else could have did that. Right. One, somebody else could have got out of the car and did Two, I don't understand why you needed backup. He wasn't belligerent he wasn't arrogant you could literally tell he was just asleep uh-huh. the second officer arrived on the scene about seven minutes later that is when they actually then patted Mr. Brooks down so the first officer didn't even pat him down no. um, then uh, for 27 minutes they had a friendly conversation he took a sobriety test and he was explaining to them that his sister stayed right down the street mm-hmm. he could leave the car and explained to them that his daughter was at home waiting for him. From the 27 minutes that it went good, within one minute, he was shot three times and killed. Yes. Thoughts? Um, Deadly force was very unnecessary in that situation. He was running away. Now, granted, he mm-hmm. did get into a little tussle. Yes. And he took their taser. taser. Right. But he was running away. I honestly feel like that had a lot to do with the police officer's ego. Because yes. as they said, like, I mean, I've been hearing that he would have definitely been joked about and teased, mm-hmm. you know, for letting him get away with his weapon. Mm-hmm. Yes. But still not necessary to shoot him. And three times? Or he three got times. shot twice, but... And let's make good he got away with a non-threatening weapon. It was a taser. It ain't like he took his gun Mm -hmm. to the point that they had to use deadly force. It has come out that the taser, you have to be within four feet of somebody. Yes. So technically, right, he was past that. And then they also said that once a taser has been ejected, that you cannot use it again. Yeah, because the strings are already out. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's too soon Ooh. 
mm-hmm. for you to pull your gun. I feel like the only time a gun should be pulled is when a gun is facing me. Self-defense. Mm-hmm. In that case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I understand. I am not a trained uh, police officer. I don't understand procedures. I'm not going to act as if I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that when you shoot someone in their back, mm-hmm. that they are not a threat. That's, there you go. And so, and that's just, that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's my point exactly. Like, he wasn't a threat to be shot multiple times. Mm-hmm. If you thought he was a getting away suspect and you just felt you need to use a gun, then you are trained to shoot in the leg, mm-hmm. the arm, to stop them from running. Right. But he shot three times. Mm-hmm. That's saying that you were shooting for him to die. Right. And then the second cop came up and kicked him mm-hmm. and didn't even call for emergency backup. He didn't even call for the ambulance to come. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And try to assist. Right. So I just feel like at that moment, the cops knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, um, I know a lot of, um, you know, a lot of cops use an excuse. And I'm not saying all police officers are bad. Not yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. But I know some police officers use the excuse that I felt threatened. threatened. I felt my life um, was threatened. Right. But you got to put the shoe on the other foot. Do you think that man felt his life was threatened? And he done set up there and explained to you guys what was going on. Mm-hmm. And for you to reach to your side, he probably thought it wasn't going to be a taser this time. It's going to be a gun. Mm-hmm. So I am going to run. Right. I mean, you're going to save your life because at this time, there's so many police officers that are killing black men. What makes you think that you're different? Right. So that's probably why he took off. Mm -hmm. He probably sensed, I'm about to die. So I need to take this taser and get away away from Mm them. So, I mean, for them to shoot him like an animal, you know what I'm saying, on the street like that in front of multiple people, you just didn't care. You didn't care. Um, Thank goodness. One thing I want to say, shout out to Keisha. You know, Keisha Lance Bottom is no nonsense. Again, that's why I do not mess with this narrative of not needing to vote because it never changes anything. Keisha Lance Bottom has been vocal. Mm-hmm. She has been honest. Yeah. She don't hide shit. Um, this officer was fired the next day. The other one was put on ad to leave. The uh, chief uh, of police resigned. Um, today, Paul Howard, which is a black DA, thank God, uh, charged the officer with felony murder and um, aggravated assault. The other officer, Devin Bronson, was also charged with um, assault and other charges are pending. They have until tomorrow at 6 p.m. to surrender. So it blows me because you look at this situation. This happened Friday night. It's Wednesday, and we already got arrest warrants. Mm. We already got firings. George Floyd was killed on May 25th. It took us rioting, looting, marching, and an additional nine days before they would even think about. First of all, Derek Sherman was not fired. 
Like, they could have fired him. They could have put him on admin leave. They didn't do any of those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So do not tell me that, you know, we have to review things. There's paperwork we got to look at. You know, we got to, because their favorite thing is what? We got to review that. Yep. <laughs> but then it's also situational. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that we are in the middle of a war. True. And so if action is not taken immediately, Mm -hmm. how are we as a society going to have to pay for that? True. And so... Do you think think it happened so quick because it was in Atlanta and there's black people on staff? I don't don't think it's, it's... that it happened in Atlanta. I think if it had happened anywhere, okay, that in this time, in this, I agree. I, I think okay. it's the, I climate. think it's the timing. They yes. were watching it. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And it was filmed, so mm-hmm. yeah. George Floyd was filmed. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying. It wasn't like something that it, yeah. was hearsay. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. then when you seen George Floyd when the video first came out, people were so consumed about the dog on the leash, then oh, they yeah. were uh, the actual situation. Oh, instead of, yeah, that yeah. happened on the same week. So I think, yeah. you know, due to COVID, there's a lot of people, you know, now stuck in the house. True. So they're actually becoming, uh, watching the news more and not even black people and white people collectively. Right. So watching the news every day is becoming a reality. True. See, if that didn't happen in your neighborhood, the first thing you're going to think of is, oh, he must have been a game banger Mm -hmm. or he must have been robbing that store or he scared the little clerk or, you know, something like that. But I feel like, you know what, even now, Moni, I feel like that narrative is also shifting Mm -hmm. because the people that have been the victims of these murders have been, you know, for the most part, you know, productive members of society who didn't have criminal records and all of that stuff. And not to say that having a criminal record, you know, means that you should be murdered. That's right. Um, But I feel like it's not the norm Mm -hmm. in the statistics of the people who have been killed. So I feel like that has something to do with it as well um, because we aren't looking, we're starting to actually see a victim Mm. and not necessarily see a criminal. And I agree, I totally agree with you with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the reason why we see more of a victim and not a criminal is because we are more glued to the TV and Mm -hmm. more facts are coming out. Because even with Joy Floyd, um, they were trying to say at first, oh, it, it was due to an online illness. Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah. They were trying to change yeah, the narrative. But the they thing were. is, with people actually watching yeah. every yeah. detail, oh, yeah. you, you can't do it. Yeah. It's just impossible. So I do agree with that. Yeah. Like We are seeing people more as victims, but I feel like the black community has always seen these people as victims. Oh, we it's just, yeah, it's just the other side is yeah. now seeing it because so you start to see yeah. more black yeah. victims mm-hmm. on scene. CNN. Yes. It's not just on your local news. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even with Ahmad, like mm-hmm. we didn't know about that. Well, m- most of us didn't know about that until months yeah. after it ha- happened. It didn't hit black Twitter before you even hit CNN. That's true. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But now things are hitting CNN mm-hmm. faster than yeah. before. I just hope that this stays the norm. Yes. yes. That yes. the information still comes to the public in the same way that it has been coming during this climate Mm -hmm. because it's not that the climate has changed is that the climate has come to the forefront and so i just hope that you know and this is not just 
this is just in general for information, not necessarily even if it's a Rodney King situation where mm-hmm. the victim is not killed, right. um, but there is still, you know, information that should be given to the public. I feel like all of this needs to be, you know, shared. Yeah, and just I, transparency. And I've noticed that there are a lot more cases now mm-hmm. that we've seen, but yeah. kind of disappeared. Yeah. But they'll be opening. Yes. Love cases, that. So yes. that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel yes. like that has something to do. I'm like, really wow. Now, right? Yeah. But I think it has something to do with um, the actions that are taken because mm-hmm. if I know that me complaining to the manager in this particular restaurant is not going to get that person in trouble. Why am I going to waste my breath, time, energy mm-hmm. to even say anything mm-hmm. versus, you know, if I can see, mm-hmm. if I can see yeah. a backing, if I can see, you know, results coming prior to the situation that I want to speak up about, mm-hmm. then maybe my voice will be heard as well. So. Yes, true. That's true. I really do hope that people stay on course. Like Sheena said, that if something has happened and nobody has said anything, I don't care if it was five years ago, six years ago, say something now. Yes. Um, condolences to uh, Mr. Brooks's family. He leaves behind four children and a wife. Wow. Um, his funeral services are being paid for by Tyler Perry. Oh, nice. And Tyler Perry has also vowed to pay for uh, his kids' college tuition. Nice. Oh, and nice. Um, they are looking to try to have the funeral this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, again, um, all we are getting is arrests. So I really want people to know that. And yes. arrest and conviction is two different things. Absolutely. Okay? So but we still gonna take the arrest yes. for now. Yes. For now. We'll take right. the arrest. We always take the arrest or whatever. But I'm gonna be convinced. honest with you. <laughs> if convictions don't start coming down, they're gonna burn this motherfucker. Oh down. yeah. Like they think what they have seen over those that last, you know, weekend was bad. It's nothing yeah. compared to yeah. what is going to happen yeah. if these cops start getting off. Especially with Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor doesn't even have that thing. They so much. They because have. we're going to roll right into the update. Yeah. No arrest. Yes. No arrest. Still, Still no arrest. And uh, if you have not, can I just say, please, if you have not seen the interview with Angela Yee and, and Angie Martinez, Martinez. Mm-hmm. right, um, where they interview Breonna Taylor's mom, she played Ooh. back. From the time that she was called by, what's his name? What's the guy? Her boyfriend's name? Her boyfriend's Kenny. name is uh, Kenny. Kenny. Right. Mm-hmm. From the time she found out from Kenny that something was wrong with Rihanna to hours and hours later mm-hmm. to find out how her daughter, how she found out her daughter actually was murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just horrendous. How oh, she wow. played back everything. How they check kept out. Yeah. Turning, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Switching up the story. It yep. was, it's ridiculous. Wow. How they tried to turn it like Kenny had did something to Rihanna. Right. Like, it's just it's it's so sad because I can't even imagine as a mom not knowing what where my child is, but then for y'all to keep coming back to me trying to make it like, well, this might happen, but we don't know. And she, she could might happen, be in the hospital, but, but the whole know. time she's yeah. in, she's in the house, dead. Yeah, yeah. That's so um, the update. So make sure you check that out on YouTube. Yes, YouTube uh, <laughs> Breakfast Club. All you gotta do is type in Breakfast Club and pop right up. Um, the update to that is, like they said, unfortunately, uh, there still has been no arrests, no firings or anything in the Breonna Taylor uh, murder, because that's what happened. They murdered her. They kicked in her door where she paid rent mm. and uh, shot into her home um, with a no-knock warrant and um, shot her eight times and left her there to die. That's exactly what happened. 
Um, one good thing out of this is that the Louisiana Kentucky Metro Council unanimously passed a Brianna law on 611, yes. which bans no knock warrants. Awesome. And so uh, that is a plus, but at the end of the day, that does not bring Brianna back. True. And um, these men, these thugs, is what they like to call us. So these thugs need to be arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, the update in the George Floyd case is that actually one of the officers, Thomas Lane, has been released on bail. A lot of people didn't know it was actually Thomas Lane's first day His on the first job. first day. Yeah. That is crazy. His first day on the job. Um, him and um, Officer Cho. Okay. It was both of their both days, uh, first days on the job. Um, okay. Someone's asked Derek, mm-hmm. right? That's the one who actually has Correct. Him. So was he pretty much like his mentor? Yes. So he tried how would you all feel like about that? Like that's a good question. With that being your first day on the job, even though you know that's something, I'm not defending that situation, mm-hmm. but that's got to be a hard situation. Like, how do you, you know, me stand up to me personally? Right is right and wrong is wrong. Right. Yeah. So me, it, um, I don't care if you are uh, anybody in corporate America knows when you come first come, especially to a firm, you get uh, a mentor. You know what I mean? Somebody that's been at the firm for a long time. They know the ins and outs, right. uh, whatever, how things work or whatever. If you start fucking up with me on day one, I'm out. Right. Because the thing is, is all you're going to do is teach me bad behavior, which will in turn get me fired because I'm the only black girl here. But you are the white woman that's been here for 10, 12 years and they look over you, but they will fire me for the same offense. So me, no. I, I personally, I don't care if you're my mentor. I don't know. You do something wrong, I'm telling that's how I feel about it. Yeah, but you understand that there are cases where people have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to, you know, move the topics along, but um, there was a situation that was talked about where a police officer saw his uh, co-worker do something wrong mm-hmm. and uh, he went back and told and in turn he was fired. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I've seen that happen too. It's just kind of like, you know, I mean, choose your profession wisely. Yes. I mean, I do believe it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, but whatever. Like, to me, moral compass. So, this, the the police officer, I've I've seen that multiple times. We'll get to that actually in Dave Chappelle thing because he talks about that. Yeah, that's how I was saying. Yeah, he talks about that or whatever. But I feel like that in this situation, either any of them, Cause, I mean, even if you didn't want to be embarrassed on camera because I'm with you, I feel like a lot of this stuff happens because of ego. Right. Like, definitely. you just don't want to stop because somebody's telling you to stop. Yeah. It's like a badass kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm going to keep picking and poking and poking until I slap the shit out of you or I get angry. Then it's like you're upset. So I feel like in these situations, all of those people out there are literally, because it started patient. Yeah. Like, yo, like, y'all, he, he said he can't breathe. You know, it wasn't them. It wasn't like a crowd of my of people was attacking them and right. throwing stuff at them. They were simply saying, yo, like, seriously, he cannot breathe, y'all. Like, can y'all just let up off of him? But their ego mm-hmm. was so tied to it, like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason George Floyd died. George Floyd died because of ego. Yes, he it didn't did. have nothing to do with supervision, with right. mentorship, any of yeah. that. No. All of it, it could, one of them could have, the child, officer child yeah. could have literally checked out, yeah. could have literally just leaned in Same. and been like, Hey, like, he, he, he not moving. You know what I mean? Anything. Or the right thing would have been, you know what? 
won't you go take a break? I'll take I control just, of the situation. Right. And they could have just handcuffed them and put them in the back of the car until everybody calmed down. So I have a question. What do we do now? What do we do going forward? So I was going home the other day from a girlfriend's house mm -hmm. and there was a guy stopped by the police. Mm -hmm. They had pulled him out of the car mm. and they had blocked the street. Now, I am... So you can't see... No, the police officer blocked the street. The, 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 yes, the police officer mm -hmm. blocked the street. The street was narrow. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he had pulled them over, but they were like at the corner of the block. So the car that's pulled over is actually at the corner and the mm -hmm. police car is kind of off to the side, but still behind it. Yeah. So now I can't go around uh. this car. Now, I go to sleep early. It's late. I honestly, in my mind, was not even thinking sit here and watch this mm -hmm. and make sure that everything goes the way it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I really wish they would move so that I can go home. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy turned around, looked at me and said, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Because he really thought that I was sitting there to watch. To watch. Yeah. But you were trying to figure out how to get around. I was trying to figure out how to get around. But as I thought about it, I'm thinking, now, question, if I could not, or if I could get around, mm -hmm. would I have still stayed? No, you wouldn't have. I, I probably wouldn't have. But well, should we? Right, and that's the thing. So I saw that's something um, from Los Angeles recently where um, the cops had pulled over this car. It was an older man. He had to be over, like, 70. Mm -hmm. He was a passenger, mm -hmm. but it was, like, three to four guys, and they had them. You know how they do. Mm -hmm. And... But all these people were watching, mm -hmm. and the whole time they were they had heard the cops say, "That's not them. Mm -hmm. That's not the right, you know, guy, whatever." But they right. still had them handcuffed. Yeah. So they kept yelling, and, and so the, you know the witnesses were filming it and everything. Mm -hmm. and eventually, they, they let them go. go. Yeah. But the fact that they actually stood and watched. Maybe that is something. Yeah. The white guy that snapped on those police officers. You saw one I about? did. Okay. So they were visiting from like North Carolina. They weren't even from LA. They were there to visit to the older right. No, they were there for the older uh, gentleman's brother's birthday or whatever okay. and they were pulled over because it was a burglary suspect like in the area. The white guy Shout out to using your privilege the right way. Right. Got out of the car because he also heard them say over the radio that, that it wasn't them. them. And he lost his shit. Because they still had him down. Good right for him. He, did, he said, we all collectively just heard them say that they are not the right people. Yes. Like, why in the fuck do you still, still have them in handcuffs? And the officers literally started backing down because he was so aggressive. Yes. He would not stop. He kept. He's like, unhandcuffed them now. He knew them? He, no. Okay. He literally was riding down the street just like everybody else. Same, but he actually, he was on the other side of the street, parked his car and walked over. Hmm. And clearly must have just walked over at the right time because right. he heard them say over the radio that they weren't the right people. But back to your point, I personally think, I don't think that there's anything wrong with minding your business. Because I think now, like, society tries to tell you, like, oh, if you ride by or you don't film or something like that, something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with that because innocent bystanders have been gunned down on accident multiple times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think the climate is, is that just like it was an accident, I 
after he identified that you were there, you could have literally looked at him and rolled away. Something in you changed and said, "I like he's looking at me as his sister right now. Yeah. He wants me to help." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think even for me, because I have walked up on situations, I might not film, I might not say nothing. I literally will just stand, especially downtown. I've walked up on officers bothering kids and stuff like that. Now kids are disrespectful. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and now I might not say nothing when I walk up, but I will stand there. I've been in Dunkin' Donuts one time. I never forget this. It was a group of uh, black boys. None of them could have been over the age of 17 or whatever. And they could have been downtown acting a goddamn fool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Or whatever. But like a triage of cops just rolled up on them mm-hmm. or whatever. And they were at the time, they were not doing anything. No. They were just standing outside the Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. So they did. They jumped out the car and they literally just asking them what they was doing out there or everything like that. I didn't say a word. I didn't engage with the boys. I didn't get I just stood there. Mm-hmm. And literally, one of the cops noticed that I wasn't moving or whatever. And then, like, just kind of looked over. They left them alone. Now, I'm not trying to say they left them alone because I was standing there. Right. 100%. But, know, yeah. but what I'm saying is, is that it could have literally been the fact that they thought, like, okay, we don't need this shit today. Like, <laughs> she might be somebody's cousin or, you know, sister. Like, we, you know what? There's power and presence. Right. Yeah. Boom. I mean, we, we just saw that. I mean, not to lighten the mood, but mm-hmm. we just saw, oh, sorry, we just saw that on Insecure. Remember, yeah, I get off the bus. Yeah. And the officer, like, you know, just now everybody go home. <laughs> You have to use your own instincts Absolutely. when you um, get involved. Yeah. Right. And I say that to say because every um, person that is pulled over is not going to be innocent. Yeah. Oh, right. Versus right. everyone that's getting pulled over is not going to be guilty. Right. So you don't want, if your gut is telling you, you know what? Just mind your business, mm-hmm. keep driving. It's probably telling you to get out the way because something is I going just to want happen. To get home and get in my bed. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, we were having um, dinner one day, and you know, there was an altercation. You know, everybody outside calling nine one one to help. And what ended up happening is, once help arrived, they made us look like we was the. Uh, Mm-hmm. The fools, right? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so I mean, we should have minded our own business, like, you know but we try to be good Samaritans, and you know it broke our hearts because the people were, you know, black. Yes, yeah. you know, we trying to help help a sister, right? You know what I'm saying? And she ended up like, I don't know what they're talking about over yeah, there. So we're fine. So My I mean, tell me all the time. Courtney, please mind your own business. Courtney, please shut up. I am learning. Slowly, okay. In every aspect of my life, ain't nothing wrong with that. So be quiet. <laughs> it ain't happened yet, you know. But you know, I'm Little working baby on baby steps. I'm working on grow. Yes. What can I say? Grow, grow. No. Okay. Uh, Don't know about it. So, uh, Malcolm Harsh, 38, uh, was found hanging from a tree May 30th in San Bernardino. Robert Fuller, 24. Found hanging from a tree on Juneteenth in uh, Palmdale City. Dominique Alexander, 27, found hanging from a tree June 9th in New York. And today, um, a baby was found hanging uh, in front of his high school in Houston. Today? Uh, today. Oh, wow. Um, all of these have come back, no foul play, suicide. What do you think? 
Okay, let's back up. Okay. So you said the how old was the kid that was? They didn't release his age. All the kid was teen. So we said in front of his high school, school team. Oh, okay. Yeah, they and they all saying suicide. Suicide. And these are happening in different. Yes. So, um, California, New York, and Texas. Wow. I just have one word to say. Okay. And that is Trump. Oh damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They, uh, He's setting the world back. Okay. Some years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think he has people feeling mm-hmm. that they want America to be great again. Okay. Meaning when America was great when they was hanging and lynching us and Karen. Oh, okay. So I think uh-huh. this behavior uh-huh. is due to him being in office and for him condoning it and not uh, saying anything. Okay. Period. So you don't believe the suicides at all? I, that's, that's, um, Oh, we can't cuss on yes, it. So what I'm gonna say is, uh-huh. is she the words that's bullshit. Thank oh, you. okay. <laughs> no, nobody believes the suicide stories. No, no not at no, all. No. Not at all. Okay, because black people don't commit suicide just hanging in trees, right? Okay, and I was just gonna go there. Oh, okay. I mean, Kim, that makes sense. To oh, me. I don't know. Like, I mean, why would we want to hang ourselves in a tree? I'm confused. I mean, that symbolizes so much. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a disgrace to your family right. to hang yourself and from a tree. Again, climate, time, yes. space. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that right now? Right. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Not saying I would ever kill. I myself, like those words. I got a hashtag. Mm-hmm. Right. Climate. Say that again. Time. Time. Space. Yes. Amen. So <laughs> nobody believes because I, the poli- all of these, every single one. So these are just the uh, three that are named, but technically total, there has been five hangings in the last week. And they said suicide. All like, of them. Where they getting this suicide house. from, Kim? Like how? Like so when they did the autopsy, it's just literally because. They were, is the family saying they had like any so type of mental illness or depression? They don't believe it or things like that. Now, the one that happened today in Houston, they are basically saying that they have proof, they have surveillance that this child hung himself from a tree. Oh, wow. Now, there has been no video released or anything like that, but the police are all going to prove it then. Okay. We're going to see okay. a lot of stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, sure. I mean, so, you're telling me. Uh huh. This teenager in Houston, yes. which is a big city, yes, goes to his high school, yes, and set himself up for suicide by hanging himself in a tree. Yes. Was this like at midnight or something? Uh, they don't have a time. Yet. Like nobody saw this boy walking up to a high school mm-hmm. to hang himself. No, and his parents had no idea he was gone no. to hang himself. No. To me, that's foolery. Uh-huh. Especially with it being in the South. Uh-huh. I have no questions about okay. that. That's crazy. I, me personally, I think this is a bunch of bullshit. Mm. Um, I'm with Courtney with climate time. Uh, it's very ironic to me that all of a sudden these people would just start hanging themselves from trees. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, don't get me wrong, the suicide rate has been horrible. Um, you know, we just... 
we're talking about uh, Jazz that uh, was the writer for This Is Us, unfortunately hung herself. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Black, a uh, beautiful black woman or whatever. She hung herself. Um, she hung herself. Oh, she did. Yeah, in her closet. Yeah, mm-hmm. closet. Um, Thirty nine years old, uh, established, everything like that. So mental health in this space, one hundred percent, is a thing. It is. But um, you would really have to sit down and show me. Oh whatever. Yeah, you would have to show me for me to believe any of this. Um, somebody on Facebook did make a great point. They were like, you know, we understand that uh, you're so used to like just getting up and moving around or whatever. Uh, but as a society right now, we have to watch each other's back. Like, yes, we do. If you don't have to be out, you know, you know, in the middle of the night at three in the morning by yourself or whatever, or if you are, you know, have somebody on FaceTime, have somebody on Messenger. If you but I feel are like that's in general. I feel yeah, like true. I feel uh-huh. like that is a separate um, battle, mm-hmm. a separate fight. Yeah. Um, I am the girlfriend that you have to text when you get home, and yeah. if you don't, I'm blowing up your phone. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm just that girl with all of my people. Um, I'm also the person that has to text when I get home. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's something that we should be doing, that everyone should be doing. Anyway. Anyway. I agree. Yeah, like something that Shayna, are you guys Thank God for uh, Apple products. Yes. You know, oh, I wish to follow my best friend and see them Shayna called me the other day and I called her back uh-huh. and she did not answer and I went straight to my match and I was like, oh, okay, she must be at a photo shoot because I recognize that address. So I knew, I knew exactly why she wasn't answering her phone. Now, she was somewhere that I didn't notice that address. I would have been like, no, yeah, I'm pulling up and I'm blowing her phone up. Like, yeah. come on. And what I love about it is, it actually gives you directions and tell you how far you are for that person. Too. That's, that's so I can just press the button. I, I love y'all to death, but that's so and I, I so need to that with, spe- with certain right. people. I know that works yes. for y'all. That don't work. Listen, if you had Apple, believe me, I would have set it up. My mama. Oh, no, no, no. Now I know. Remember, I was in there on that conversation. I was going to turn that shit clean off. <laughs> but, but you know what, though? You really don't. Like, I'm glad that we have it because I have a, my whole family is on mine. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Kelly is still on mine. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't look at it unless I can't reach, unless that person tried to call me. Right. And I'm trying to call them back because in my yeah, mind, yeah, I'm thinking, like, why well, I can't get in contact yeah, with right. them. But do I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and be like, hey, where's she at? Oh, no. Oh, Yeah, I look at your time because you know I'm always running behind, so I try to see how far she is. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some time. I know, but I was too mad coming here because I was like, okay, when well, she was like, y'all five minutes too. I looked at the map like, man, she is truly five minutes. <laughs> I was like, I, I have to hurry up. So I do be looking. Or when she be like, I meet you over here, I'm down the street. I will look and I'm like, she just still on this expressway. Right, right, so I'll be right. like, okay. So it works out. My doesn't have an iPhone. She wants to get an iPhone. Yes. So that she can stalk me. Like, I told her, like, you know, me and a, several of my girlfriends share our location with each other mm-hmm. or whatever. And she's like, oh, what do you mean by share location? I'm like, I can literally look and see, and see where I, they are. I do this yes. with my daddy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. my father does not answer his phone. 
can look to see if he's on the golf course. Mm-hmm. I can look to see if he's at home. Um, the other day he called, I called him, he didn't answer the phone and I checked his location, but he was still on his block. Mm-hmm. And then he called me right back and he was in his car. I said, you're just now leaving the house. Oh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I just got in the car. I was like, all right, have fun golfing. You know, Listen. I can't. Y'all, but look, like they said, what they said is, it is serious. Please let people know where you are. And it is serious. Yeah. Um, oh, and I just wanted to say piggyback off of one thing that Courtney said, which mm-hmm. really uh, holds true. Like you have to watch out for everybody, especially yeah, our uh, our young uh, adults and young kids yeah. out here. Like if you just see a kid walking in the middle of the night and they look like they ten years old, you know, sometimes you have to do your due diligence and just pull over and say, "Hey, do you need any help?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could call you an Uber. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm gonna right. say put them in your car, right. but you could like, "Hey." I I could call an Uber um, because I did see um, a little boy uh, pass out mm-hmm. in the middle of the street with his friends one day mm-hmm. and people just kept driving by so I made the block or whatever wow. and luckily the uh, teens did call 911 they were just waiting mm-hmm. but I'm like you know what I'm gonna sit in my car mm-hmm. and make sure that yeah. 911 get get to you guys I didn't get out the car to risk my safety but we do have to make sure yeah. that we're do what we can do, yeah do what we can pay attention yeah pay, yeah, yeah. Pay attention um, Nakia Crawford uh, was 18 years old and uh, she was shot and killed in Akron, Ohio on Sunday, June 14th, while simply running errands with her grandmother. Uh, Someone pulled up behind their car. Uh, A lot of witnesses said this was a white man. Walked up, uh, shot into the car, Nakia was hit. They drove away, she passed away. Um, And she was a recent grad of Akron North uh, High School and she had plans of uh, attending Central State University. Mm -hmm. And uh, there has been no arrests made uh, as of yet. And Benjamin Crump is now representing the family. Nice. Um, Condolences to Nakia Crawford and um, prayers to her family. And um, I hope uh, in this case, if you've seen something, you will say something. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so with the midst of all of this madness, the Philadelphia City Court Supervisor Michael Hankel was actually fired uh, because he was caught on video tearing down BLM signs and saying that Black Lives does not matter. The problem with this is, is that Michael is the person that you actually go to all the black families in court to actually get help. So Philadelphia is in an uproar because they're like, this is the man that y'all have put in our community to work with us. And he don't even fuck with us like that. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I blame that for you. <laughs> so you said that yes. he was going around yes. tearing down yes. Black Lives Matter signs. But he's the one who's the... He is the person he advocates for that. Black Lives Matter. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. you're, you're, that's horrible. I mean, I, I, you know, but this, but the thing is, is this what goes back to like that's why a lot of people are calling out like their companies and like their HR and stuff like that because even with Amy Cooper in New York or whatever, she had a very high position. She um, hired and fired and stuff like that. People are demanding that they go back and review the people that they have put in these positions because your bias might be the reason that out of a company of 300 only two percent of the uh, company is black 
Mm-hmm. So shit like this to me matters for the simple fact is, yeah. is that just how Michael Hinkle thought that he was gonna go out and act a fool and nobody was gonna catch him, he was gonna pack right on his work bag back up on Monday and go right on back to work to court. And represent the families. Represent the families. Wow. And he don't need to believe in it. Not at all. Hmm. Wow. So um we're gonna go ahead and move out all of the bad things. Hallelujah, cause I'm because I'm sorry. Because because we are um, <laughs> because you know it is. But the thing is, the reason that we need to talk about these things is because they are happening. And the thing is, is they take our silence for uh, compliance. That's exactly how I feel. So the reason that we come on and we talk about these things and we want to make sure that people know because the more that we know, the more that we can help. Um, So something else happened this week that was um, a bit odd. Uh, Nickelodeon came out and said that SpongeBob SquarePants is a part of the LGBTQ community. How do we feel about this? Why do I care that SpongeBob is gay? First of all, I'm not really surprised, but I just don't. Why is it necessary? Why? Why is it necessary to inclusion? I I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, we're gonna ask the mom on the panel. (laughs) How did you feel today uh, when Nickelodeon came out and said that SpongeBob is a part of the LGBTQ community? Okay, so I'm gonna choose my words carefully. You know, please. Uh, oh, I can't get into my phone, right? Nope. Okay, because I actually uh, have my whole thought in there. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I don't have uh, a problem with SpongeBob orientation. Okay. As the actor. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. Right. Um, there's many people that they now released on Nickelodeon saying that the actors or the actresses that are playing these characters are actually, you know, gay, lesbian, mm-hmm. are part of, the, you know, of that community. Right. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with is that you are inflicting it on an actual cartoon character yes. that is not real. Right. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they did say the creator, did. the creator or SpongeBob, rest in peace. He yeah. is passed away now. Mm-hmm. When he was asked initially, uh, SpongeBob orientation, he clearly said. I feel like Spongebob does not have an orientation. He's a cartoon character for kids. And leave him at that. And leave it like that. This is supposed to be a funny and fun show. I'm not going to bring sexual orientation Mm -hmm. into it. And I feel like they should have honored his wishes. I do not like the fact that every time we turn on TV as of now Mm -hmm. that it has to be something sexual whether it's heterosexual or you know vice versa. I feel like now y'all overdoing this into cartoons. Why? If my son cannot, if my son's sitting up here watching a cartoon and now you're saying like, oh, he's supposed to, supposed to be with Patrick. This is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting out of hand. It's too much. It's way too much. And like I said, I have nothing against it. Mm-hmm. I'm very supportive right. of uh, anybody's sexual orientation. Keep it at the adult level. There right. you That's go. Yeah. There Keep you it go. At the adult level. That's the, the one thing that I thought of as soon as I read this. Again, I don't care what you identify as as an adult. 
Okay. Um, me personally, if I have my nieces and nephews and I want to go upstairs and, you know, watch Vanderpump Rules or whatever, things like that, I don't want to have to worry about the fact that I'm going to have to come down and fast forward through SpongeBob because SpongeBob and Patrick do some shit they ain't got to do. being written into the show they didn't or say is it just because like if they want to say I understand like the inclusion mm-hmm. the inclusion of it mm-hmm. yes this is a part of our society mm-hmm. we do have people who say and feel and have been born mm-hmm. this way mm-hmm. um, whether I I was not born that way has nothing to do with whether someone else was born that way. And if someone says that that is how they were born, I love and believe them for it. Mm -hmm. And support them. Be clear. With Spongebob, this character Mm -hmm. that was created, Mm -hmm. um, if the backstory or the description is stating that he is gay, um, I'm okay with that. But just as I don't want my child to watch a sexual interaction on a movie mm-hmm. with people, yeah. man and woman man and woman and whatever, mm-hmm. right. you know, I don't want that to happen um, on a cartoon. And so I'm okay with they saying SpongeBob gay. If SpongeBob is gay, congratulations to SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. But do I have to have a conversation with my child about SpongeBob being gay? You that shouldn't have to. Have you to. shouldn't yeah. have to. You shouldn't have to. Okay. I mean, um, I do watch a lot of cartoons now. You know that I do have a son, and, mm-hmm. and you know he's starting to veer off into uh, Teen Nick. He oh, loves, really? Yeah, he loves Henry Danger. Um, that he, he, with the whole superhero mm-hmm. thing like that, and you know Henry, Henry Danger, um, his uh, nemesis in real life is you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm not sure he um used to be uh, a woman and now he's transgender. And this is a character on no, the show. No, not the character, the oh. real life person that They're plays right. the role. No, that plays the role. But on so the show, playing a, he's playing as a man. A man. But, right. he's, but he's trans. He just came out as transgender. So, he no, he's transgendered into a man. So, what does that do for the character? Well, they never said anything because as a character, he dates. He's always I mean, he's boy. always a boy. But, if you know. a transition, what does that No, he's already transgender. So he's he transgendered 40 years ago. So he was born and walked a, a girl and he transitioned to a, to a man 40 years ago and plays a man and he plays a man oh that I, have, there you go. that I have no problem with whatsoever yeah. he just came out with the whole the Spongebob thing right I get it okay. I don't have a problem with that right like you said I don't have a problem with the writers right. or anything like that mm-hmm. but what I have a problem is is you um, making an actual character right something because that's then the I have problem. to explain it to my child yes I totally agree. That's that's all I'm saying. Just right. to if he has flipped the script on 
you know, during the show, then that's they something. Then something oh, but yeah. then that's something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. For instance, uh, Kim and I was just talking about this, and mm-hmm. then I'll let it go. Mm-hmm. But um, a, a few years ago, everybody had a problem with Tinky Winky wearing the purse. That's what was Tinky Winky? The t- wait. Teletubbies. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, on Teletubbies, Tinky yeah. Winky was a boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Tinky Winky carried a purple purse. Yes, he did. Everyone had a problem they with Tinky Winky carrying a purse. Yes. What did they do to Teletubbies right, right off there? Right off there. Sure well, did. my cousin, Mark, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, he is a, a SpongeBob watcher since 2006. Oh, yeah. He said some episodes SpongeBob and Patrick held hands yes. uh, that he was watching. So really? It, been known that it was an episode where SpongeBob and he probably can't contest to this. It was an episode where SpongeBob and Patrick was playing mommy and daddy at one point and they was living together and they was raising the snail. That was an episode. It was an episode where uh, SpongeBob uh, dressed like Sandy. Okay. Which is his female friend. Right. Sandy yeah. Had the squirrel. Yeah, the squirrel. Right. Uh, he was just there's a time that SpongeBob had some long eyelashes on. Okay. Trying to pretend to be somebody too. So there has been like different oh, type of things going on. Yeah. And my thing is, I'm not trying to say there's nothing right about that, nothing wrong about that, because we grew up. Uh, in a different time, we, like we grew up with Martin dress, Martin dressing like a woman, and Jamie Foxx dressing like yes, a woman. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I Tyler Perry dressed like. Well, I mean, we can never lie to them. I mean, even yeah. um, two one four. I mean, come on, Ooh, those are man, like man. playing right. and that's why I'm saying just keep things as characters yeah, right. and keep sexuality whether it's heterosexual or you know all of it, all all of it. Of it. Right. it should be out of cartoons period that's all I said okay oh. all right. I agree so oh. that's why I shouldn't even have a girlfriend yeah. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there okay yeah. that's true or no babies that's true mm-hmm. um so word just came out that Amanda Seals is hosting the BET virtual award really That you are very verbal. And I can say this because I'm a very verbal person. Yeah. <laughs> Who best friend are you? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I just know you. No, I just, and that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a love me or leave me I'm just going to drink it to that's funny. <laughs> Right. And so I feel that Amanda Seals is a love me or leave me personality. Mm, okay. And so, yes, she pops off at the mouth. And yes, she kicks and screams about everything. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you hear what she is saying, mm-hmm. when you can get past the kicking and screaming, she be spot on in my book. 
She said the things that I want to say. I'm gonna give you that. Now I don't have a problem with Amanda Seals voicing her opinion because I am also a woman mm. that is very vocal. That yeah. I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say, yeah. and I don't really give a fuck who it offends. Then that's dead ass. A uh, me and Amanda. So Amanda Seals got on the Breakfast Club and started speaking about a situation that she was not actually a party to. She was brought in this situation by somebody telling her about what they thought happened. She spoke upon an individual man that was supposed to be out here sexually assaulting or swapping with women. Instantly, I'm hurt. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? This individual was an NFL player turned doctor mm-hmm. or whatever, and basically these women he were claiming. NFL money and doctor? What's his name? I, I that's a. training right now and he's a doctor because he uh, went back into the medical field for COVID. Oh, see, Not no. that guy though. No, no, this guy, I was saying, played, it's a lot of he played in the NFL first, retired early, and now he's a doctor. Where so, he at? I, yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> trying to see this NFL money. Where Saying that like he was using his celebrity or whatever to um you know uh, get what he wants. I have a different thought about that, but that's a different show that we'll have later. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Amanda did not actually know the guy. Like oh, okay. through somebody else, she had heard this and spoke on it. So he didn't so, do this to her. Correct. Okay. So then when it was brought to her or whatever, the facts or whatever, she kind of started backpedaling. Like, well, I didn't really say it like that. And then so like me, anybody that knows me that knows. Actual factual. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. But you know me, <laughs> I get my sources from everywhere. So then then, so what happened was, so after she backpedaled, this guy actually wrote an article about it. He didn't bash her. He was just basically saying that women, when you come out with these things, when you stand firm on public platforms with these things, make sure that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. So she got offended, flipped it on that whole misogynist shit. Now me, I'm not a woman that hides behind that I'm a woman. Yes. I'm going to say what I'm going to want to say. And if you as a man got something to say, we can have a conversation. That's right. I'm not going to, you know, get offended that you have an opinion. I'm not none of that. Because I'm a woman that can stand in what I'm going to say. So when the article came out, she started hiding behind her male friends. Mm. Like, oh, he's picking on me or whatever. And so, of course, she does. She has very high-powered industry friends. Charlamagne is one of her best friends. Van Lathan is one of her best friends. But I respected Van because what Van did is invited both of them on his podcast. Uh-huh. I listened to the podcast. Amanda could not hold salt. So I was pissed at her because I'm like, not only do you got us out here looking bad or whatever, you can't even hold salt to what they're asking you yeah. why you brought this yeah. up. So now that is because originally I liked Amanda. I'm, I, I love a woman that can be vocal, especially in the industry yeah. and not worry about, you know, people uh, like, oh, I might not get this job or this, that, and the third. But when all of it, you know, even the guy came out like, I don't know Amanda Seals or whatever. Like, I don't really know why, you know, she's attacking me. Like, 
me and this woman did, you know, have a relationship and I told her I wasn't looking for anything serious and, you know, yeah, we slept together and that was it. Your feelings being hurt and you being assaulted yeah. is two different things. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I so I am not knowledgeable of that. Yeah, that, that is what she talking about. I just know soundbite Instagram. Yeah, Amanda yeah, yeah. So, but how see, do I don't feel, know her like that. How do y'all feel about her hosting the BET Awards? I don't have a problem with that. I'm not she got personality to do it. Yeah, they said that her smart, uh, smart, funny, and black is absolutely amazing. They said that that's how they know that she's going to kill on this yeah. because if you've ever been to one of her shows, she's a great host. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to say, like I really don't watch the BT Awards like I that. So I mean, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> to everybody out there, Black Lives Do Matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't planning on watching it, but I will be watching the shot that's having the marathon on hey. BT. Oh, uh, the one that y'all know that Amanda Seals is a cancer. That says a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. So, I mean, so it's honestly, I can care who hosts. Right. It's virtual, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Okay, so uh, this might make y'all mad or whatever because I know we got some Beyonce stands, you know, on the panel. But, uh, woo, but they, they okay. took Beyonce through it last week. Uh, okay, so it came, out, <laughs> it came out that Beyonce had signed a $100 million deal, was in talks to sign a $100 million deal with Disney. And that she was supposed to be doing something for the soundtrack of Black Panther 2. I don't know how Black Twitter got this wrong, okay? Say she's gonna be Black So they got it wrong! So it's wrong! Yes! What was the movie that she played with um Idris? No, 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 no. That one was kinda of Go uh, I mean, I was, yeah. What's what was the one? Goldfinger? With uh with the in that movie is when she was singing Listen. Yeah. That's the only time I was like, you tell that story, girl. You better listen. I mean, she was saying to Matthew, but I'm just saying. I'm just, she was. But I'm just saying, technically, Dreamgirls, they casted Beyonce to be the star. 
Jennifer Hudson just okay, came yes. and just murdered yes. it. So it was, I mean, and swept the award. Shout out to Jennifer Hudson. But Jennifer Hudson yeah. is just such a, a well-rounded person. Yeah. yeah, like she can act, she can sing. Like even looking at her videos, I mean. She is speech class. The music yeah. industry just didn't know what to do with Jennifer Hudson. I, I agree with that. That's the sad part about it. But Jennifer Hudson came through and slayed that. And Ruby Stunner. They didn't know what to do oh, with him same. either. Yeah, they Ruby didn't Stunner know, you know. Uh, but what I was going to say about um, that whole thing is because I also saw some people um, I forgot her name she played in Avatar what is her name uh, y'all know Sony what I'm talking Saldana. about yeah, yeah. they were just like man she could even come back at Storm and just play a double <laughs> <laughs> and they play a double in the show Beyonce ain't gonna she's get it already in the Marvel Universe thank you no they say she's she play a double yeah. Yeah. she she's a guardian of the galaxy damn it okay but she did though did she Gardens for the Galaxy 4 is in the works and I'm just, you know Holy I'm, shit, come back I, Girl, look I'm just, I'm just here for Baby life. Groot <laughs> I love Baby Groot I, love I know I do um, Okay, so Rumor is <laughs> that Russell Wilson <laughs> uh, paid all the future baby mamas uh, 10k That's for the kids for a college fund Do we believe this? I'm going to start recording me. I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If he did this, hand claps for us all around. Let me tell you something. Like, king him. Yes. Okay? Yes. Because I think it's just he is finding the classiest of ways <laughs> to be petty. To be petty. I agree. And how you can be petty. petty. It's not like it's he's taking yeah. ten, he, yeah. it's not like he's taking $10,000 from their college funds. Yeah. He's, he's having them. Like, listen, Future, I'm going to help you out of there. <laughs> you got you know what though I don't like the pettiness mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. and I just feel like if you are gonna do that do, do something for these inner city kids that really need it I'm just saying like if you try to do if you try to do a tick for tack then that's hashtag petty we don't know if these kids need it or not that's true right. I just feel I'm not baby future that's it I'm not saying that I mean, I'm not saying they don't need it or they don't mm -hmm. but y'all gotta admit it's out of pettiness. I it ain't that he's doing it because he see all future kids living on the street. I mean, let's be real. I just... If you want to... If he want to do something, then my, he could come and mail me a check on my ass. <laughs> my kid need a college support check. But I'm just saying. But I feel that he does that, too. I feel that he does things. Oh, he like, takes yeah, he does. He, he does. does. It's like, right. spread the wealth. You want to be petty? Russell, I'm here for it. <laughs> but I think he on the, net, on the head that I think it is a rumor. I hope yeah. so. I, I don't think he's dead. Well, let me tell you what's not a rumor. His latest baby mama, Eliza Rain, reportedly rejected his $1,000 offer of child support a month. She wants $25. Hmm. I mean, $1,000? Does, does she need $25? Yeah. <laughs> she she needs $25,000 a month to raise a kid? Oh, you said I disagree. No, no, no. She rejected the $1,000. She don't want that. She wants $25,000. Thousand. Yes. I thought I thought you were saying twenty five hundred. No, no, no. She wants twenty five thousand. Okay. Well, I'm gonna use your word, Kim. Mm -hmm. Accountability. <laughs> 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 
I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I mean, y'all take it for what y'all want to take I mean, it for, but accountability. And I'm saying that to say. Now, Future might not be the best father around. Right. But would you lay down this man who has all these kids? Then you should have wrapped it up, saran wrap, birth control, all kinds of stuff. You decide to have a baby by him, and I don't think it's fair to be trying to milk him for all his cash just because you're on your high note. Girl, if the courts rule $1,000 a month, then take the $1,000 and raise your child to be happy. Stop the shenanigans. That's all I have to say. Amen. Well, no uh, sympathy here. The good, great J. Cole <laughs> has been trending on Twitter all day. <laughs> he has been uh, trending on Twitter all day because he put out a song called Snow and the Bluff. And uh, people are upset because they think he is coming at people. And they think he's coming at a rapper. Her name is No Name. Wait, her name is No Name? Her name is No Name. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Her name is No Name. Oh, we just said she's No Name. I'm going to tell y'all about No Name later, but I'm going to tell y'all what she put out. She said, poor black folks all over the country are putting their bodies on the line in protest for our collective safety and y'all favorite top selling rappers not even willing to put a tweet up. Niggas' whole discography be about Pilot and they uh about pilot. I think that's what you no back black plight back plight and they nowhere to be found. That's what she put up. So <clears throat> on still on the bluff, uh, J Cole people thinks that she that he is talking to her because he basically says that niggas be thinking I'm deep intelligent fooled by my college degree because don't forget J Cole is college yes. educated. He said, my IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She's way smarter than me. He said, I scrolled through her timeline in these wild times and started to read. She mad at these crackers. She mad at these capitalists. Mad at these murder uh, murder police. She mad at the nigga. She mad at our ignorance. She wear her heart on her sleeve. She mad at celebrities low key. I think she talking about me. Now, I ain't no dummy. I think I'm above, I don't think I'm above criticism. So what I see, so when I see something that's valid, I listen. But shit, it's something about the queen's tone that bothers me, okay? So basically, um, everybody flipped out and had a fit because they thought that he was talking about no name. So no name's real name, it's Fatima Warner. Mm. She's 28. So, so she black, Fatima. And she's from Chicago, Brownsville. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Is she your friend, Courtney? She, uh, she's not, but I am a Brownsville resident. <laughs> Is she your neighbor? Uh, she um, actually um, started in poetry and gained success uh, when she was on Chance's 2013 album. Okay. So basically in the lyric, J. Cole points out the fact that he feels like that she grew up in privilege and she's from Pinesville um that she grew up in privilege uh well I'm just saying okay she's also privilege is relative (laughs) (laughs) right but what, what he's basically saying is is her tone is so defensive um, and he said, and he basically ends the uh, with the bar basically saying, It seems like you're a person that you have parents to teach you about the movement, okay? So, everybody wants to cancel J. Cole because they feel like J. Cole was out of line for calling her out. 
what do we think? I'm sorry. I can't speak to this. Okay. I'm an old lady that don't listen to hip hop music. And <laughs> I couldn't tell you, I couldn't sing a J. Cole song right now. So I feel like my opinion is invalid. I like J. Cole personally. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I do listen to his music. Mm-hmm. Um, today is the first day I ever heard about No Name. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who she is. <laughs> so I can't comment. Oh, hey, mom. And, uh, <laughs> and um, what was I about to say? Oh, um, I feel like the problem with people is that um, music is uh, a way to express yourself Mm -hmm. Um, just like um, a comedian getting on stage talking about race you know I feel like J. Cole has a right to say Mm -hmm. what he feels and like she had a right to say what she felt Mm -hmm. so I feel canceling him out no um, if you don't agree with the song, then just don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Point blank and period. Okay. Yeah, no comment. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I'm sick of y'all with y'all council culture. Yeah. Um, it's bullshit uh, because um, that child with the lace front with all the colors Ooh. is still out here oh, running rampant. What's his name? And y'all, no. I don't say his name. <laughs> what is it? Ooh. Um, uh, but oh, okay. I just oh, want Jesus. y'all to know, y'all out here trying to cancel uh, Kendrick and J. Cole True. because y'all think they're not a part of the movement because they're not moving like y'all are moving. That is the problem. Yeah. I have seen J. Cole in Ferguson. I have seen J. Cole in Minneapolis. I have seen J. Cole in his own hometown, hometown protesting. So just because you're not on the link to see him does not mean that he's not a part of this movement. That's right. So all of y'all opinions can go kick rocks. But I mm. feel like Dave, Dave Chappelle addressed this. Oh, yes. And let's there go right. there. Yeah. So Dave Chappelle uh, put out an amazing special this weekend called 8 Minutes and 46 Seconds. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I feel like he talked about the celebrity involvement. Yep. Yes. He said, I am a celebrity. If I go to a protest, People are then now concentrating on me and my celebrity. Mm-hmm. And that is not what we are here for. That's right. So I want you to do the work in the way you have the platform to do the work. And I'll do the work mm-hmm. in the way I have mine. And yes, although some celebrities have been involved and we are grateful for it and have, come on, come on out. Yes. I also understand if people don't. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. Um, I was blown away by this uh, special. I had kept hearing about it, but I was uh, moving around so much um, this weekend that I did not get to sit down and watch it until I actually got home. Um, it's not anything that I expected. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. Dave Chappelle has always spoke his mind. Yes. And he will definitely tell you how he feel. But this was so raw. Yeah. Like, it was it was, it was, was amazing. You could feel watch his pain. pain. You haven't seen it? Oh, I, okay. I made my mama watch it today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. She doesn't, she's not, uh, she doesn't like to watch sad things because oh, okay. she carries, she carries mm-hmm. that yeah. with her. But I told her, I said, I think it's very important um, for everyone to see this because yeah. he's just talking to us. Yeah. Just, it just shows and displays how people are feeling. Yeah. yeah. And, and not, let me not say people, how black men mm, are yes. more than likely mm-hmm. 
feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, he wasn't there to be funny. And he's just, he's a genuinely funny person. He is. Um, so I did chuckle a few times. Yes. But this was not. Oh, the Azealia Banks? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. That was that was so spot on. Yeah. I literally hollered. Yeah. yeah. And then, and yeah. then I love the end. Then a couple in the front row. I mean, literally. Yeah. yeah. And then, it's gonna be awkward while I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, "Listen, I, I I came up here peacefully. I said what I needed to say. Let's figure out how to get justice in this time. Yep. Yeah. But after that, it's ready. T- 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 <laughs> information yeah. that was much needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think, think everybody definitely watch it. Everybody. Um, and it's free. You eight can go minutes, yes. 46 seconds is on YouTube. And Ooh. honestly, if you go to YouTube and type in Dave Chappelle, pop right up. And, yeah. Or you don't even have to type in Dave Chappelle. You go to YouTube and it's it's coming up. So yeah. I literally typed in eight and then it popped. I didn't even get to the 46. Yeah, and it pops up. If you don't understand that reference, that is how long they kneeled on George Floyd. Eight minutes and forty six seconds. Yes. So, um, in the day that he was, bo- I mean, the time he was born. I know. That was crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was the time that Dave Chappelle was born. Like it wow. was like you gotta watch the special. It's so good. Mm-hmm. We won't give it away because we know it's still yeah, new. So whatever. Um. So. <laughs> Eva Marcel is leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm blaming. Oh, really? Why did you say that? I was gonna say the same thing. Go ahead, Court. I feel like every season they find a villain. Ah, okay. Mm, you better say that. Girl. One season it was Sheree. One mm-hmm. season it was Nene. One season it was Candy. This season, I feel like last season and this season they tried to make it even. Oh, okay. And okay. it's like you know what? I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this to make money. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she happy for that check. Right. I'm also sure that Eva ain't gonna be hungry if she don't have the check. She won't. And so. If this is not fun and if this is stressful, stressful, yeah. and minimizing my character, mm-hmm. because at sure. the end of the day, I still want to have a career after right. this, yes. you know. And if that's going to shift my ability to make money in the future or book things or whatever, get, I'm out. Get out now. Get out now. Mm-hmm. I, I did what I needed to do. I came in. I threw my drinks on people. I said what I needed to say. <laughs> right. Whatever. Um, and I'm out. Like I'm like okay. I agree with Courtney. I mean, hands down, they have torn down her credibility to pieces. I mean, people have to understand that this is just a show. Mm -hmm. She has to go out in the real world. If you're calling me a liar on the show, people are not going to want to work with me if they think that I'm a liar. And every season, they had made it seem like she was a liar, not supportive, Mm -hmm. wish-washy, broke. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's been transparent about the situation with her daughter. Yes. But I thought it was, I think the part that made me more worried are all of them is when they tried to make her the villain when she expressed the fact that he was basically beating the hell out of her. Yeah. They basically tried to flip it on her and make her look bad 
and that's I personally feel like that's a big part of the reason that she's yeah and do you want to do it again at the reunion yeah and do you want to be known for that right like she has so much more now going on for her yeah than top model like when you google her name top model hardly pops up anymore right she has you know the radio show you know what I'm saying she has um she doing like little programs for like little kids and stuff she has so much going on for herself it's also you don't want that you see, I'm a listen. I'm a all black cast, all black director. Movie really? Ooh, oh, don't let me, I love that movie. Like, I'm, I'm I, I, so you be on Netflix with all those. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm watching all the B list actors. <laughs> I'm watching all of those budget movies. I'm supporting all she of the directors. Absolutely, I'm yes. watching. I'm watching all of that. Black and Lives Matter. They, they do. And, I mean, at the end of the day, there are stories. I get it. So yeah, I'm watching yeah. it. Right. Some yeah. of them are good so you turn them off but you look at them and some of them good and it's like oh that's Eva oh that's so and so and so um I also want to piggyback and say just because I said that man was fine just in case I get an email I do not condone in any way uh, physical violence towards anyone um, in a relationship domestic violence um but the man is still fine Okay, I'm gonna look at. Um, shout out to Eva Marcel for going to hang up her piece. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I feel like I've had we've had this conversation. We didn't think that Eva was coming back anyway. Yeah. Um, they have made it clear that they're gonna do a shake up of the cast. Uh, I thought Eva was on the chopping block as it is, so I am happy, respectfully, that she got to bow out gracefully on her own. Yeah, 100%. yeah, and kudos to her. I mean, when it's time to go, it's time, it's time to go. go. Why you just can't stick I around? I did enjoy her on the show, though. I did. I, I, I did yeah, too. I liked her. I agree. And I really enjoyed her and Cynthia's friendships blossoming yeah. uh, because I hated that they tried to pit them against each yes. other mm-hmm. with the whole mother time, time yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and um, and also I if you know anything about um you know like the drag uh scene or anything like that mother is a compliment yes sure yeah really tried to make it like she was dissing cynthia and all of that and everybody knew like even if you've watched pose once you know that well that mother is a compliment and that is my show love it it. um yes all right so ladies oh lord so we just watched Hmm. the season finale Hmm. of insecure Great season. Uh, great 10 episodes. Uh, let's end the show with talking about the season of Insecure, how we felt about it, and how we felt about the finale. Who wants to start? I'm going last. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I got a lot to say. Oh, okay, well, let's just say this overall. How did y'all feel about this season? I felt this season was very good, mm-hmm. very relatable. Yes. Um, I mean, it just brought out so many emotions. Ooh, yes. And at one time, mm-hmm. that, I mean, I thought it was amazing. Like I could relate to every single character. In this the show. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Ditto. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot think past this, the finale now. Like that really. That really. Well, let's do the finale. Yeah. Let's do it. I feel that it's interesting. Oh, spoiler alerts. If you oh, yeah. have not watched Insecure, it'd be a great time for you to log off now. Thank you so much for joining us. We are about to spill everything. So if you have not watched Insecure, please log off now. Yeah. 
Thank That's you. your warning. All right. <laughs> I, I will say that I feel that the season finale brought everything Woo! together. Yes. So everything good. together. Mm-hmm. Um, the friendship aspect mm. with Molly and Issa. Mm-hmm. I feel like it addressed the fact that women, mm-hmm. when they enter relationships, mm-hmm. some of us, and I'll say us to include myself. Okay. Uh, forget about our friendships. Yes. Mm-hmm. And forget to nurture those friendships as we are uh, so concentrating on uh, fostering our relationship. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where it's like, my friend know I've been single 15 years. Mm-hmm. She'll understand. She's going to understand that I need to treat her like shit for a little while mm-hmm. while, I, while I secure this man. Mm-hmm. And that is not okay. No. And I feel that it was addressed mm-hmm. and in the way it was addressed, we will we will see in next season. Yes. Um, is that now that Molly is Molly is only back mm. and wanting and willing mm. to work on this relationship because, because or work on her friendship because mm-hmm. this relationship is done. Fact. And so now I have time to be your friend again. Right. And now I need your love and support. Right. And but so let's not forget that it, you know, Issa needs her right now. No, so. they need each other. I feel that I feel that Issa and Molly both did very wrong things in this season. Uh, what, do you, what did Issa do? <laughs> what, what did Issa do? No, no, no. Because I, I've had this conversation. Okay. Like, I'm so happy we're talking about it. So what the general community would you I feel that I feel that Issa is selfish in her own right, but in a different way. Okay. Issa is so concentrating on getting ahead mm-hmm. and so concentrating on building her career mm-hmm. that she is using her resources, mm-hmm. okay? okay? I feel that she is using her resources to a fault. She is assuming mm-hmm. that people are going to help her, okay? and they don't have to. Mm-hmm. And in that assumption, she is overstepping boundaries. Now, okay. was Molly correct for creating the boundary in the first place? Absolutely not. Okay. But at the end of the day, Molly created the boundary, okay. and Issa crossed it. Do I, would I have crossed the boundary? Probably, mm-hmm. that would have made me wrong too. Okay. But I'm not going to say that Issa was correct in crossing her friend's boundary that was clearly set. Okay, so this is my only question because people hang on that, but the thing is, is that I think what makes me feel a different type of way because me personally, I don't think Issa crossed a boundary. Okay. I feel like that um, me, I go through steps. I need to know the beginning and the end. So Andrew and Molly are only together because of Issa and Nathan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Molly would not know Andrew if it wasn't for Issa. for Issa. So the thing that got me was is that Nathan flaked on Issa. Okay. They had the conversation when he came back and said, you know, I'm I'm sorry. She says I need time. So Nathan was in the midst of trying to build his friendship back up with Issa. Nathan calls Issa and says, hey, I know I've been absent, but do you need help with the black party? Issa tells Nathan about her headliner dropping out. Yes. Nathan knows Andrew works for Rock Nation. Yes. He says, I will help you. He literally goes in, asks Andrew, Andrew sends an email, boom, it's done. To me, if Issa would have called Andrew herself and said, hey, I 
need your help and I really don't want to talk to Molly. Then I feel like, whoa, bitch, me and you just literally had a conversation. How in the world are you calling him? To me, the way that it happened, I do not feel like Issa was being selfish. Well, let me say this. I agree okay. with that. Maybe I was drinking my wine or playing on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> This is not a problem. I never talked to Issa. I talked to Nathan and I sent an email. That's exactly what he says to her before she storms off yeah, to actually talk to Issa. I mean, I thought it was wrong all the way around mm-hmm. because I just feel like it, for Molly to be her best friend, yes. for Nathan to call his best friend mm-hmm. and say, can you do this? And for it to get done, yeah. why your own best friend can do that and I'm get it done? I'm never going to like, let any of you fall. Yeah, like that didn't, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like it's one thing if she's dating this uh, Andrew and Andrew like it's to the point, don't ask me nothing about business, right, this, right, this, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And, right, then, and then Issa came up and said, well, can you ask him for this? She's like, girl, you know, he already, he told, already told me not right, to, right, I ain't right. trying to rock the boat. Right. Then I get it. Mm-hmm. But that conversation was never had. Right. And I just felt like Molly is being very unreasonable. Mm-hmm. I mean, point by pair. I mean, we see it in the finale where Issa invite her to brunch. Mm doesn't even talk about her personal feelings because after Molly called her messy, mm-hmm. she said, you know what? She too scared to. I'm, I'm scared, right. but I want this to work. So I'm going to ask you 15,000 times. I'm over-exaggerating though. Mm-hmm. But 15,000 times, how you feel? How's your day? What's going on in your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Molly just brushed it completely off. Then at the end, when your man leaves you, now all of a sudden you, you want to come meet in the diner and cry about it. I ain't got time for that. My question is, did this finale have you wanting to call your ex? Or did the final season have you wanting to call your ex? You know why I got a call, okay? No. watching this episode. No. Okay. So like the team. Oh, we're handling the misunderstanding. So, um, I had, I, I did not reach out to my ex. I did not think about reaching out to my ex. But also because before this season, you know, or in relationships, I try to do my due diligence before I'm done. Mm. So, all of the things that Issa and Lawrence did, I have already attempted to oh, do before yeah, the relationship yeah. uh, dissolves. So right? you have went back so, and tried. Yeah, oh, okay. Absolutely. Gotcha. I want to make sure that when things are done, I 
can say that Courtney did everything mm-hmm. in her power to try and make sure that this worked. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then happy for the next man. Yeah. So, Amen. you know, I, I had no... Um, did I think of it? Was it relatable? Yes. Oh, yes. But it did not make me want to call um, my ex, and I did not get a phone call or a text. So... Maybe okay. he don't watch it. Or maybe it didn't make me want to think about it. <laughs> which, is all, which is all okay. Like, um, but I was very, very, very happy for Issa and yeah, Lawrence for being adults. Me too. You yeah. have to be The yeah. problem is, and I, I feel like there are a lot of couples who can work things out and who can, you know, figure out their mess mm-hmm. if they are willing to have the conversation. But sometimes it takes Time. Let's not forget how many times. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not exempting that. It does take time. Not like right after you all. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. So I guess I gotta go back in my mind because it didn't make me want to call ex or anything like that. But I mean, I can see now where people are thinking that attachment to your ex. It also depends on if you feel that there's still something lingering. It also depends on if. You feel that you've left something unsaid or undone or mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like all of that plays mm-hmm. a part True. in their rekindling. I you think know, Issa and Lawrence break up. Right. Issa and Lawrence's yeah. conversation was the most raw, real, realist conversation that I have ever experienced mm-hmm. from a couple yeah. on TV. Yes. 100%. Yeah. When he finally breaks down and says, was it him, meaning Daniel? or whatever and she finally says it had nothing to do with Daniel I just wanted to be wanted you hadn't touched me in a year yeah I couldn't I I, I legitimately did everything to bring you out of your funk for a year yeah and nothing worked can you imagine as a woman yeah. being with a man yeah. and for an entire year nothing that you do can do can bring him any type of happiness. Yeah. And so I think when she said that, right, I think when she said that the way that she did, I think it clicked for him. And then that's when he says to her, I honestly was about to go home. Meaning he was finna leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was about to go home, but I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say to you. Yeah. So I just stayed. Yeah. I thought that it was the realest, rawest, like, it, it was everything that both of them needed. Everybody knew that Issa wanted Lawrence right. yeah. from the jump. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And as soon as she slept with Daniel, she felt horrible. Yeah, she did. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong, because then people will throw up because we had this argument in the group, too. Well, why is she going to live with Daniel? I said, I think the people for Issa was just so low. You know what I mean? Like, it was like everything was hitting her once. And at that point, her and Lawrence were done, done. No, they were done, done. Remember, mm-hmm. then she lost the apartment. Yeah. She, she so quit hot. the job. Like, she we all know why she didn't move in with a best friend. I, well, I mean, you Should I? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't never had no real conversation. 
conversation about my breakups. Like, usually just happen, it happens. It's like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, y'all know me. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, you know? right. And yeah. see, <laughs> everybody is not when they're done, they're done. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like if I had not done my due diligence within my last relationship, I probably would have mm. sent a little text like, did you watch Insecure? <laughs> Oh, is that how you started? Did you watch Did you watch this? Absolutely. Have you seen it? But I want to speak to Issa and Daniel. Mm-hmm. I want to speak to understanding that whether it's toxic or not, mm-hmm. if it feels good, we're there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so she knew and understood that that was never going to be anything. True. But just in case it might be. And because he still makes me feel safe. Yes. Even though yes. it ruined my relationship, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. You got history. For no matter what the consequence right. is, mm-hmm. while I'm here and while I feel safe, that's enough for me. Yeah. And they both said that they were genuinely happy. Yeah. Yeah. Like in each other's presence. They were. I mean, that because was, they knew each other for so long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They were friends first, and she was his backup, remember? Yeah. He always was like, remember, I was your backup, and then you went to college. So yeah. this is getting off topic, but should you go back to something that's comfortable? I mean, I don't never go backwards. So I'm, that's what I'm asking. I ain't never been backwards. I think personally, so I, I don't think know. It depends on the person. Okay. If I think that. I'm gonna speak for me personally. Yes. I me personally, I don't go backwards because once I am insulted, once I am disrespected, mm-hmm. I know there's no coming back from that because that is really how you felt. Gotcha. Now if we just left it as is, like you know, this is not really working out, okay, whatever. But if it turned into something where it became okay. disrespectful yeah. and ugly, you felt that. Yeah. And you had the nerve to say it to me. So therefore, there's nothing for us to talk about. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with going back. I just feel that it can't be Groundhog Day. If I am willing to accept and understand my faults and make changes and what I have done wrong in this mm-hmm. situation, and you are willing to do the same. But again, that's the conversation. And most people can't have that conversation. Sure. With all of the pain and all of the upset and whatever, I am not equipped to have a conversation with you like this. So I'm gonna just leave you alone, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna watch Insecure, and I'm gonna start texting you, <laughs> and then I'm gonna delete it. <laughs> okay. What about you? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm asking. I mean, I don't know. Like. I, I would say there's I, nothing wrong. I don't. I don't want you to feel that there's something wrong with it. Right. I think it's your individual preference. Yeah. And then I feel like if you're supposed to, if you feel it, you will. Right. And if you don't, that's your answer. I mean, I think to me, it's hard for me to. Feel, I'm just like a. I don't know. I have like a one track mind. I ain't yeah. gonna even lie. Like they always joke with me. Like, hey, you friends with all your exes? I mean, I am. I don't like. I'm just like, hey, it's just one our time. That's but how I feel. Friends, you don't actually try the relationship again. No, right? I don't. And I mean, they might be listening now and be like, "Girl, I ain't your, fr- you know, I ain't your friend." Why you said we friends? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like. I mean, I could see somebody on the street today and be like, "Hey, hey. give them a hug." Won't feel awkward. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They be like, "This is my wife." Hey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. like keep it moving. But I mean, I guess I never tried to think about like mm-hmm. was there closure or should I go back? 
Because um, I really never had any like bad rela- Well, you know, some mm-hmm. was bad, some were yeah. not. But I never had nothing that was just off the chain to the point that I don't think it would have worked. I think it was just more of timing. Mm-hmm. So I think like even watching this last episode of Insecure, it yeah. was just it was the timing. They both just wasn't in the right place. Oh, like at the beginning, he didn't have a job. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. She felt neglected. Mm-hmm. But so but now that they both issue. in a good place, they were able to make well until uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that. Okay, so I guess I'm just I I won't deny that I have gone back mm-hmm. to comfortability. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not ashamed to say that. But I don't there's think nothing wrong with that. Wrong yeah. With yeah, I mean, yeah. it's your individual preference, right? If so comfort is wrong, right? But the thing is, I also think that if comfort is what you are comfortable with then that is why it's your preference. You know but what I mean? But then again, I do know when to run. Oh, well, okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> if you know how to lay something nice, good. Okay. Right. Well, now we've come to... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, condolences. Now we've come <laughs> to the fact that Lawrence comes into the house after they found Tiffany, thank God. And if y'all did not catch... Looking for Latoya was actually a pin to them looking for Tiffany on the last episode. Just FYI. Um, Lawrence comes in the house, makes sure Issa's good. They found Tiffany, thank God. She check on your strong friends. That's all I want to say. Check on your strong yes, friends. Yes, yes, yes. Um, comes in and I knew as soon as his face changed. I knew. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna lie, I teared up then. Yeah, I did. I, I teared up then as soon as- Was that the ugly cry or just like- No, it was. He, as soon as he steps back and says her name and then like she turns in his face, I knew instantly. Yeah. So we find out that Condola- Condolences. Shut up. <laughs> is pregnant. With child. Uh, and is she keeping it? Yeah. Yes. I want to keep it. Right. What I just want to say. Hey, it's her right. But no, no, no. What I, what I do want to say before we jump into this, I thought this was beautifully filmed. Yeah. Yes. I love the yes. fact that I agree. that yeah. uh, between the both of them, yeah. you got to see all of it. Yes. Issa, I tell them this all the time. She's literally my best friend in life. Oh yeah, I love her so much. But um, she wrote this episode. Uh, she well, she she's in the writers' room with all of them. She might not direct all of them, but she's in the writers' room for all of them. But uh, yeah, so Condola is pregnant. How do we feel? I didn't cry. What? Uh, let's, oh, what? <laughs> Until, oh, okay. Then I cry. Watch Care Bears. Yeah. <laughs> scene when she's sitting on the couch hugging her knees and looking into space yeah that's when i cried okay that's when i cried because it's like what the fuck am i going to do because i can tell that battle like i've never been in this situation and it's like the love that i have finally been waiting for is here and now this Ooh, Jesus. I'm excited for next season. Me too. Um, Me too. Okay, we'll go. Watch party at my house. Listen, I'm tearing up now. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say, been there, done that. Yep. Had merry go round. You know, Uh it's just, 
It opened some wounds. It yeah, did. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It did, it did. Mm-hmm. And I'm just interested to see, you know, how it plays out. And yeah. a lot of people are referencing how, you know, the show, TV show, The Game. Yes. yes. And we've been here before. Yeah. And I yeah. felt like even during that time, I was living through Tia. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That shit is real. It's it real. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Yeah. And it happens a lot. It it's does. a sad, it's sad part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's reality. But was he wrong? Um, me personally, I don't think so. I don't it's not about it's it's the it's the situation. Yeah. Right. It's the, it's the it's the can we ever be happy? Thank yes. You. That's what it's I'm saying. saying. Yeah. When will I have my sunshine? When will it be right. my turn? Yes. I feel like it's my turn and then boom, no it's not. Yeah. Like that's that's Ooh. the pain. Yeah. That's yeah. the hurt. That's yeah. the upset. It's hearing how the, do we move forward? How do we move forward? Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be painful. The doctor visit, yeah. the baby shower, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. everything the, else that he has to be involved with. It it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. In that's this situation, yeah. there's no win win. Yeah. And that's the that's the sad piece. Yeah. I mean, I was able to put myself in all three of their shoes. Mm-hmm. Like seriously. And you know, uh even just started with um Lawrence, mm-hmm. you know, he's between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, you see him ask Kendall, like, why? We were careful, right? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we can't sit here and say. pointing it out. People was coming to him on Twitter. No, 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 no. No, because, you know, because at the end, he did say, we were careful. So that lets you know he strapped up every time that she must have told him that she was good on her end. So at the end of the day, it was a mistake. I don't want to say mistake, but yeah, an accident. It was a mishap. I never want to say it was a mistake because, you know, babies are not mistakes. But yes, it was a mishap. And I just feel like it was a mishap before... Yeah, Issa. Right now, going to Issa, I totally feel like where she's coming from because it's not the fact that she's being selfish; mm-hmm. it's the fact that she's being real with herself. Mm-hmm. If I decide to continue with this man, can I accept this child yeah. that's coming? Mm-hmm. Because the child is not going anywhere. Yeah. It's one thing if she said, "I'm not going to keep it," mm-hmm. and then you say, "Okay, that's I mean that's done," right. but. You have to be as a woman. Yeah. You have to say, is this something I can live with? Something that I can accept. Right. And I think as a grown woman, for her to be sitting there at the end and staring into space, that lets you know that she was thinking, thinking about that she didn't jump to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. jump out there and say we're done, or jump out there and say, you know what? I'll make it work because when there's a child involved, mm-hmm. you never want to resent the child. Yeah. But going down to uh, Condola, mm. condolences. <laughs> <laughs> going to her, mm-hmm. like as a woman, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I feel like you shouldn't allow the man to know that you're pregnant, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I do feel like it's her right mm-hmm. to uh, have a child because I feel like when you lay down with anybody, that's a possibility. So you have to, in the back of your mind, whether it's the one I stand, whether it's you know with someone you're not married, whether it's with your husband, it's a possibility that it could happen. Mm-hmm. So you do need to prepare for that in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Now, why she didn't go get a plan B? I don't know, mm-hmm. but that's another subject. Right. But <laughs> the fast forward though, she making the choice to have this child. Right. She's saying I am ready. 
you know, whatever involvement you want, then that's fine. Now, is that fair to him? No. No. Because Lawrence is not the type of man. Right. That's not going to be. No. So, so I will admit that that's not fair to him for her to say that. But... I feel like as two adults, it's time for them to have a real conversation about it. And I gotta give him respect. He went immediately to her. Yes, he did. There has been situations where right. men, this could have came out to hide it for a while. This could have came out next season. It really could. This could have came out next um, season. So. I have some, I had multiple feelings. Um, I too have lived this, so um, it will it hit different. Um, I think the part that jarred me the most is uh when condola says i wasn't ready with mark or oh, whatever her husband, was her right? husband right. Um, right. but i'm ready now um i want to be a mom um i think that bothered me because it was the way that she treated lawrence when they were when Lawrence was actually trying to be with her. Yes. She put distance between them. Yep. She basically made Lawrence feel small. Um she basically uh insulted Lawrence in front of her friends. Mm-hmm. And then like when they have the deep conversation in the kitchen, she makes it very clear that it's nothing serious that she wants from him. Right. When because I was she just to... got out of the yeah. divorce. So I felt so many different things because I feel like a lot of times women try to skip over the things they make a man feel because in this society, women's feelings are the only ones that are valid. Me mm. personally, I just don't believe that. I feel like everybody's feelings are valid. Absolutely. And um, I think that is what jarred me because I felt Lawrence when he says, we're not even together. Like we, you, you, you are the basically the one that didn't want this, but now you want to have a baby. You know what I mean? So I, I was heartbroken for Lawrence because I know for a fact, like y'all said, Lawrence is the type of man that he's going to be in his child's life. It not only affects him condoling Issa, it affects his career, which we have literally seen him for a year and a half struggle with. So we have seen him going through a depression. We've seen all these things. So like now, does he even take the job? Does he stay here? Does he go back and stay in a job that he doesn't really want because Condola has chosen to have this baby? I just felt, I did, I felt anger, I felt rage because I was so upset with her because I'm like, you could have had all these things with him. Yeah. Because he wanted all these things with you. You told him to go away. You know what I mean? So then when he comes back and have to tell Issa, I did. I I instantly, like I said, I literally, no lie, started crying when she turned around and looked at his face because I knew that's what he was about to say. I knew Condola was pregnant. Um, But then when Issa, you know, goes through all the emotions of like, how in the fuck is this happening? I just got you back five minutes ago and now you're telling me that I'm losing you because I'm not losing you to condola. Yeah. I'm losing you to the child right. because the child is always going to trust me. Yeah. And so there is not even the fact of us trying to work it out or if y'all don't get back together or anything like that. I still have to stand in the background and watch you raise a child with another woman. Yeah. So that's why I was heartbroken. Me personally, I'm the opposite of y'all. I think she broke up with Lawrence. I personally think when she went outside, smoked the blunt, chilling, I think she told Lawrence it was too much. And I think when the next season starts, I think that we're going to see her and Nathan being closer and her and Lawrence being done. Okay, I agree because Sheena and I had the same conversation earlier. And I said, 
I heard her say like it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's and too much. So I think yeah, she's walking away. It also speaks to the narrative that my mama and granny told me. You got to love the one that love you. Francis on here. Uh-huh. Okay, so she had a lot of um. You guys had a lot of people come out. So how's truth? Uh, oh, 